1: QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening.
0: ES Audio. Hi, I'm Rochelle Travers, and welcome to the Leader Weekend. This is a special bonus episode taken from our educational series, Let Girls Learn. You can find out more about the project by clicking on the link in the show notes. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Ros Russell, and this is The Leader. Climate change. It's something at the forefront of all of our minds. The heatwave we're experiencing, the droughts in certain parts of the world, the constant threats we keep hearing about to ecosystems. It's hard to get away from. Under the Paris Agreement, we must all work together to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius, Greenhouse gas emissions must peak before 2025 at the latest and decline 43% by 2030. But how do we do this? Where do we even start? Well, a group of girls in Zambia might have found a way to help. For this special episode of The Leader, our education series Let Girls Learn is taking over. Once a month, we travel the globe to shine a light on innovations as well as solutions that are helping girls to fulfill their right to education and healthy, productive futures. Today we're going to a small farm in Chinzale in Zambia's far northeast, where the girls are learning new farming techniques to grow food sustainably in the hopes of saving our planet. What makes this farm different from the millions of smallholder farms across Southern Africa is that its fields, livestock pens and fish ponds are tended only by young women. Southern Africa, like many other regions of the world, has recently endured a series of droughts, floods and dramatic seasonal changes, all linked to climate change. The women here are practising what's called climate-smart agriculture to equip them for an uncertain future as weather patterns rapidly change. Afterwards, they go into schools to teach others how to farm and become more independent. The teaching farm has been created from land gifted by a local chief in 2019. He saw the potential of young women who, supported by the girls' education charity CAMFED, were learning climate-smart agricultural techniques, but had nowhere to put their learning into practice. Evening Standard journalist Farai Matiashe visited the farm to find out more. He joins me now. Farai, how much is climate change at the forefront of people's minds in Zambia?
2: In Zambia, people experience climate change firsthand. Over the past years, there have been a series of droughts, floods, And delayed rain seasons due to the effects of climate change. People from these communities understand that it is climate change that is bringing hunger to their doorsteps after droughts and floods ravage their crops.
0: Can you describe what you found when you got to the farm?
2: It takes about 30 minutes to drive from Chinsali Centre to the farm, which is located deep in the rural areas. Thick. Scrub vegetation blankets the area surrounding uh, this girl's farm, a precious oasis for about 150 young farmers. Inside the farm, there is nearly completely a hall with offices for agriculture guides. A farmer's dormitory is close by. Employing agroecology techniques, they grow drought-resistant crops like groundnuts, millet, sorghum, all these crops are lifelines for local people here. One of the young women there is 26-year-old Naomi, who was keen to highlight the many positives the farm gives to the community.
3: This is Comfort Farm, which is located here in Chisadi District. And this project is one of our five projects, uh, which is fish farming. We don't only benefit uh, from the fish, we also benefit from the water. Like when we are vesting, we drain the water to the garden there so that we can use the, the same water as manure to our vegetables
0: because the water is very nutritious. Farai, how much of a difference is the project making to the lives of the young women and girls?
2: The passion... Dedication and determination to defy tradition and become successful in life were the reasons behind the girls' perseverance, even from their childhood. They use the proceeds they get from selling farm produce to develop infrastructure there at the farm, as well as supporting vulnerable people in the community.
3: Uh, my dad passed away when I was two months old. He left uh, my mother. Only to raise me, Uh, it was very difficult because she couldn't even afford to pay it or to buy for um, school requisites for me. Even just to buy a book when I passed my grade seven examination, that's when comfort came in, and the and they eased the burden on my mother. After I completed in December the same year, twenty sixteen. I joined Camfed Association, we were working together, doing charity works, um, helping vulnerable children and um, in 2019 we were given the land, this farm here, so that we can be cultivating some crops and realising some uh, money so that we can help more children.
2: What the girls there in Chinsale are doing is uh, so inspiring. I've uh, reported from many countries in Southern Africa and this was the first time uh, that I saw a, a, a farm which is manned by women only. Uh, they don't rely, they are independent from men and this is an, an all-female-led uh, farm what the girls are doing there is so inspiring. I was inspired like if the girls deep in the rural of Zambia are doing this, how about me? who is coming from from an urban urban background? The girls are they experience firsthand uh, the effects of climate change, but they are finding solutions to their own problem so instead of the people there are uh, getting their food from Lusaka and other parts of Zambia. They are relying on the farm and the other farms in Chinsale there. So in other ways they've reduced emissions in terms of, of transport. You know, those trucks are moving from one place to another.
0: Last year, the rains came late to Chinzale and were much shorter than usual. For many farmers, it was a disaster. But Naomi and the other young women working on the farm managed to weather the storm. Employing agroecology techniques, the young women grow drought-resistant and short-cycle crops like millet and sorghum, and mix grains with vegetables and legumes to conserve water. And the farm's purpose extends well beyond its 254 hectares. The young farmers share their knowledge with hundreds more local residents and in schools in their communities mostly women and girls. Farmers like Naomi teach beekeeping, crop cultivation, poultry and fish farming, and most importantly, how to adapt farming techniques to a changing climate. We also had opportunity
3: uh, whereby they trained us as agriculture guides who can be guiding farmers on how to be climate smart in farming. We used to go to the community members We gather them together, we teach them, we sensitize people, we sensitize the community about the
0: the weather. Let's take a quick break. In part two, we look at why women and girls have such a crucial role to play in tackling climate change.
1: wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. In
0: 2019, a special report from the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change estimated that agriculture is directly responsible for up to 8.5% of all greenhouse gas emissions with a further 14.5% coming from land-use change, which is mainly deforestation in the developing world to clear land for food production. But this farm in Chinzali wants to change all that. (laughs) Education outreach is one of the most important aspects of the project. They aim to inspire more young green farmers and climate change activists in local schools, like 17-year-old Chulwe.
3: Climate Smart Agriculture program, this is something that has been brought to us by the KAMA members. Yes, um, They're teaching us as a school and things that we've been learning about uh, under Climate Smart Agriculture. We've been learning about different things and how we can manage the environment despite the climate change. Like For example, we were told about afforestation and that's something that we have been practicing as girls around.
0: At this local high school, the girls have established a tree planting project in their community to combat the loss of trees for charcoal burning. 16-year-old Kunda Nanji explains.
3: Mostly on deforestation, we have been learning that uh, it's really bad to our community because it it's, it's, it's caused by cutting of trees. And mostly people cut down trees for charcoal burning, which doesn't fit for other people like food. for those having asthma. And we've learned that we need trees for our crops to be growing so that we can produce more food for our community and for us.
0: The work on climate change taking place in this quiet corner of Zambia has an even wider resonance. Research has shown that climate change is deepening poverty among women, increasing gender-based violence, and threatening girls' access to education as hunger forces them to drop out of school and into early marriage. But because women and girls traditionally act as stewards of household and natural resources, there are benefits for the climate when they're supported to apply new agricultural techniques on a wider scale. UN figures show that women-led farms typically see crop yields 20 to 30% higher. Projects like the one at Chinzali Farm are unlocking this potential. Young farmer Naomi's mother, Elizabeth, is proud of what her only daughter has achieved. My feeling about what she does is that I am filled with so much happiness. When I see her educating the community and being engaged by officials to educate others, that makes me feel very proud of her. And Naomi's ambition doesn't end there. I also want to to have a school
3: that school i will be teaching children um, about climate smart about climate change so that even when they finish their education then they can become
0: independent through farming let girls learn. and that's it from this special let girls learn episode next month we'll be in india to find out how mothers are fighting for their daughter's education, something they missed out on. The Leader is back on Monday at 4pm.
1: wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
4: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing.